This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Welcome. Thank you. What is your name? My name is Marcy Walter. Marcy Walter. And what is your role in the line dance community? My role, well, I am the president of a line dance club, uh, Boots and Buckles, out of Fremont, California. Mm. And what do they do? What do we do? Well, we gather once a week on Friday nights, and people come. We have a playlist. They write down what they want to do. There's old dances being done, new dances being done. It's The club has been known as the club to go do the newest, hottest dances, but we try to promote that it's open to everyone, and whoever comes and signs up on the list, those are what the day, DJ should be playing mm. that night. And how long has the, the club been in existence, and how long have you been playing? It's it? been in existence for 33 years. Holy cow, I had no idea. 33 <laughs> years. 33 years, yeah. We're having our birthday uh, this in 2017, 33 years. And um, I have been president for going on four years, and vice president for three years before that. And I started dancing in 2003, so, so I haven't been in that whole history of the club. To what do you uh, credit its longevity and its success? People love to dance, <laughs> and um, it's been around. It's been it's been in a couple different locations. Um, we were at Swiss Park for many many years, and then the kind of management changed, so we had to find other places to dance. But we've just been going and going. And you say you uh, you bring the new hottest dances there. Where do you find your new dances? They're taught by the teachers, the local teachers. Hmm. You know, they'll do. Anything Guyton, there's there's different classes, obviously. They have more advanced classes on a certain day, and then intermediate, and there's beginner classes. So um, everybody's welcome, and everybody can come do their dance. It sounds like you have the classics mixed in there as well. You mentioned old and new. Yes. Mm -hmm. We actually have a night now that we call uh, Classic Favorites Night, mm -hmm. and um, we, was, we just wanted to see who would come. So we had it um, for the fourth Friday of the month, and then we switched it to the second and the fourth Friday. Next year, we'll probably mix it in there a little bit differently. We'll still have Classic Favorites Night. And how do you find new members for something like that? A lot of it's advertising of course people you know ask where do you dance and then we tell them and a lot of times they'll come in and they'll say I want to be a member because if you're a member you get uh, your admission fee is a little less you get um, in on your birthday month free oh, nice. and Whole month. you get one night oh, one night you come in free and then you also get a name your dance card so um, if you get that you can also win them at our raffles but you can write down any dance you want to do and give it to the DJ and they usually play it within three or four or five dances. Oh, what a perk. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I would definitely <laughs> make use of that myself. So um, when you, you say you advertise, what uh, do you find to be the most successful advertisements, like print or radio? We uh, don't do radio, honestly. Yeah, we don't do radio. I post on Facebook that our that our dances are coming up every week. Yeah, we don't do radio. We don't do newspaper. It's been around for so long that, uh, you know, the people in the Bay Area obviously know it's there. Probably could do a better job advertising. <laughs> we could probably figure something else out. But yeah, it's mostly word of mouth, Facebook. I post every week who the DJ is going to be, if we have a theme. It's a lot of fun. And what, uh, what image is, is given to, um, to people who are first learning about it? Like they have the name Boots and Buckles. I imagine there's probably a lot more contemporary line dance. Um, that's that's on the playlist when you tell people about it what what do you tell them to expect 
Well, that's an, that's a good question. Um, for many many years, the little blurb for the for the club was um, a social country western. Mm -hmm. And since I've been president, I asked them to take that country western out. Although I love country western music and dance, there's not a lot of it done. And so I just didn't want it to be that image. So we changed it as our advertisement. If you go to our website, we have a website. It'll say a social, you know, dance club. Um, and we have been known by a lot of people if they if they're not looking at the playlist, they think that we're doing all new stuff. Mm. But that's kind of excludes other people, so so we don't do that. And we tell people, please come, sign up, old, new, whatever you want to do. And uh, with how many instructors are you associated uh, from the Bay Area and beyond? Myself. Uh, uh, the the group. Uh, well, there's a lot of instructors. They don't all come to dance at the club. Mm. Uh, several of them do. Some of them come occasionally. Um, Brenda's been there. She's she's not in our area. She's from North Bay. Um, there's a lot of instructors, and there's a lot of instruction going on on the weekends. I mean, Friday night there's a class, so maybe that instructor won't come. Saturday morning, first thing, there's classes. So not always um, do we see instructors. Hmm. What do you find to be the most successful methods of keeping members uh, and, and having them move from beginner to, say, intermediate, uh, or just more comfortable with, uh, with the dances they know? Because I know sometimes when people join things, they try it out for a while and then they find other things to do, uh, but then there are others who, once they start, they're hooked. That's it. You they're know, in it for life. You know, and, and that's the way I was. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a, it's a personal choice, you know, for me, I kiddingly say that dancing is my drug of choice, you know, and that's my drug. It gets me high. I have to do it. I have to do it as much as I can. And if there's a, I'm talking to somebody and there's a song that comes up, I say, sorry, but I got to go. I'm addicted, oh, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. um, I think it really, you know, there's a lot of things that play into having people come consistently What's going on in their life? Do they have family? Do they have someone that they need to take care of? So there's a lot of reasons why people can keep coming and why people don't keep coming. And a lot of that's out of my control mm -hmm. as a president of the club. And as president, what are some of the responsibilities you have? What has changed from the time you were just dancing, strictly dancing, and then becoming vice president and now president? Hmm, what has changed? I think it's always changing. Um, like I said, I've made some changes as far as how to identify, you know, the club, and it's not country western. Right. Um, when you have uh, less people maybe coming, you know, you, you just try to encourage them to do whatever they want to do as far as dancing. A lot of times people won't go up and, and write down what they want to do. And it's like, you, ha you have to. If you want the DJ to play your song, you have to go up there and do it. I, I find myself encouraging people a lot to come and have a good time. Mm -hmm. For people who are in areas that could use some recreational activities like, uh, like line dance, like let's say Cloverdale, for example, way the heck out there in Sonoma County. It's almost like in the woods if you go far enough north beyond that. Uh, if they wanted to create something brand new and bring people into line dance and start a club, what would that require? Like, what would they need to do to to build a following and and um, expand it? 
Well, I think you first need uh, a group of people when they're gathered together and then the group gets bigger and bigger as far as a club. Um, I know there are a lot of different groups and there are a lot of things going on in the Bay Area, out of the Bay Area. We're very fortunate in the Bay Area, you know. Um, we can dance all the time. Right now, my club has dancing every Friday night, so we can dance. There's a lot of places out there that don't. And um, honestly, they just, I hear little groups starting up. That's, to me, that's what they have to do. They have to just get out there, teach each other the dances if they have to, keep going and going. Unfortunately, when you're in a small community, it can tend to stay small. So I don't know how I could answer that quite honestly. Again, I came into the club and it had already been going on for quite a while. True. In the future of Lion Dance, what do you, what do you predict uh, for it and what would you like to see happen for it, if those are two different answers? Mm, I haven't really thought about the future. I'm always thinking about today. Right. Um, you know, I wanted to stay... I love the new dances. I love the, um, the ones that are very difficult. Some of them I don't do, but some of them I do do, and I love to see the challenge. But it also has to stay very simple because you'll tend to lose people. So it needs to kind of take care of itself, and, um, and I'm hoping that it will. For folks who are perhaps starting their own club and they want a few beginner dances to, uh, to teach that would engage people and interest them, what beginner dances have you found are the most popular among uh, the beginners? Uh, American Kids right now, uh, and Come Dance With Me, that one's never going to go away. But it seems like everybody's doing Come Dance With Me and American Kids. Hmm. Okay, those are good starter pack ones. Yeah. I need to ask you about the bling. Okay. So tell me the story about uh, the, the accoutrements you have uh, added to your attire. <laughs> Uh, it's a funny story, actually. Um, we'll start beginning. I, I just always like bling. Mm -hmm. And so um, when I started collecting T-shirts where I was going, I started saying, well, I want to change that, you know. So I would take the sleeves off, put my own sleeves on, and then I would look at the pattern and I would, you know, jewel it. And then um, as time went on, I kept getting more and more shirts and more and more events. And um, sometimes when I go places, people think I do the artwork. They go, oh, can you do that for me? Or where did you buy that shirt? They want to buy one like it. And it's like it's an original creation. And if I can find someone on the floor that has the original one, I'll say, here's the original, and here's what I've done to it. Um, I just really enjoy it. And um, I always say to people, some people might like to go out and party, or they might like to smoke, or they might like to drink. This is what I like to do to relax. Hmm. I like to jewel my shirts. How does that work? I've never jeweled a shirt before. Uh, what what uh, equipment is required? Um, it's pretty basic. Uh, you have to get the jewels, and I use Sarkovsky jewels, and uh, you have to get those. And then I put them on one by one mm. with um, tweezers and glue. Huh? How long does that take? It's very time consuming. Mm. So it's a really hard when people come and say, "Can you do that for me?" Because it's going to take me so long, and it's going to be so expensive you know they don't realize how much it costs for all the jewels that I put on my shirts how much does an average shirt cost when it's all done uh, I'd say at least 75 to 100 dollars holy cow in jewels as wow. much as I put on yeah so when you spill something on do you just like gently hand wash it or oh yeah uh, I make them so they're washable you okay. know wash them on delicate inside out you know in a bag they're hmm. fine 
Yeah. And what um, in the line dance community? What uh, conversations are going on right now that that uh, you find especially interesting, like in the current state of line dance? Like sometimes I hear about the new choreographers coming up in Europe, or the many dances that are out there right now, and how people can choose from all the ones that, that are available. What are some of the conversations that you find especially interesting right now? Uh, I think it's interesting to, to just listen to people and see what they're liking and what they're not liking. And, and for me, um, sometimes people will say to me, oh, I don't like that dance. Oh, there's too much going on. Or, oh, I don't like the music. And I'll, I'll always say, maybe you should do it. Maybe you should do the dance and feel it and see. And a lot of times they will and then they will go, you know what, you were right, that was a very nice dance. And it's like when you're not doing it, you're not feeling it. So it's interesting to listen to people and um, what they think about what's going on and, and what really is. And I think it's just um, a really great community. I've always said that it's edified my life so much to, to be in the line dance community. You meet people from all over the world and they're great people and they're all just wanting to have fun. And I think that's what line dance should be about. Why do you suppose that line dance has developed that particular quality to it um, compared to other dance styles where there isn't uh, perhaps as much a sense of family? Uh, if you have partner dancing, for example, the partners might like each other a lot and right. they never meet anybody else. Right. What is it about line dance that you think is different? I think that um, for me, um, it's funny because I don't travel back east. I don't go to any of the events. I can't fly very far. So I don't go very far but for some reason people think they see me everywhere and they'll go oh I saw you here and here I go, oh no I wasn't there but you probably saw me here mm. you know of course my jeweled shirts don't help because then it's like a beaming light you know um, but I'm sorry I think I've forgot the question <laughs> oh um, yes what is it about line dance that lends itself toward that family feeling uh, well for me uh, especially for me I'm married, and it's funny because most people go, you're married? Because they never see my husband because he doesn't dance. Mm. So I can go out and make friends with other people and do you like this dance? I like that dance. Did you take that dance? Uh, you know, have you seen that dance? What do you think of that? It's a community. You start, like, developing this relationship. And I think sometimes, and I can't really speak for the, you know, the couple community because I'm not in that community. Um, I always wanted to kind of be in that community, you know, at least learn the couple's dance but I would never do it with my husband. But I think when you're doing that, you're kind of doing that with those. Now, some of them will pair off with each other, you know, and they'll do things together, maybe not on the dance floor and stuff. But the line dance community, because it's one individual, you're surrounded by all these other individuals. For me, um, there's just so many people that you can call family. Hmm. Are there any, any, any aspects of line dance that you see that could use uh, a bit of polishing or, or, or um, maybe little tweaks that would help. Um, for example, like um, the request system, like when a DJ has a ton of requests and it's so hard to juggle all those, uh, somebody came along with nextlinedance.com so people could like vote on uh, the requests that are already there. And that way they know not only is this dance requested, which on their piece of paper they would be able to see, this shows them that it has 15 people who all want it versus another request which might have one. On a piece of paper, it would look equal, but this system has helped solve that problem. Um, 
what are some things that you wish somebody would just come up with a solution for um, in the line dance world? So let me ask you a quick question about that, because I haven't heard about that. So are you saying that this is something that's live that could be used, like, today? Yes, okay. nextlinedance.com. It's, okay. uh, it, it was used, I believe, in Detroit for the Motor City Classic. Okay. And uh, they, I, I'm not sure exactly how the, it is that they set up their event with the website, but once they do, people who are at the event can then access it and vote on which ones they want. And it also shows a playlist of what has already been played. Well, um, again, I haven't heard of that, but if it's something that's happening right now, like right now if we were at a dance and, and I wrote this down and then someone else came and wrote the same one down, or here they just write one. See, when we have our dance, we have a playlist, and you, there's little blocks. So you have each person puts their initial in a block all the way across, and then pretty soon you've got more people wanting to do this one dance in particular than another dance, so they'll tend to play the ones that have more initials. So I'm not sure about this one, but I can say... For the sake of the DJs, they have a tough, tough job because there's someone that's going to say, I want to do this one dance, and someone else is going to do this, and then pretty soon he's going to try to mix it up, and there's going to be someone that's not happy, mm-hmm. you know, and there's going to be someone that is happy, and that's just the way it is. But again, at my club, you initial all the way across, and then they try to mix it up as, as far as like a new one, an old one, and, you know, with the name of initials. That is a solution right there in mm. itself, just having uh, having the yeah. initial blocks. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. Yeah, here maybe they should do that. You know, at, at these events, I never really thought of it, but that's what we do. You is know, there, they're already created playlists too. Right. It's the stuff that we're doing locally and this and that. But again, if they had somebody write a dance down, and then but it's going to take more people more time to go up and look at the list and find the dance that they need. Uh, are there any up-and-coming choreographers or instructors that you're especially excited by where you find yourself playing a lot of their dances? Mm, we do a lot of the local stuff, you know. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, there's some that uh, that are just coming out that are brand new. They might have one dance, but it's so popular it gets played all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time, all the time. Um, but in particular, I can't really name one. Mm. But we just love them all. <laughs> all right, that's unfair. It's like picking your favorite child. You know? Yeah, we just love them all. <laughs> if you had any ask or request of the folks who are listening now, whether they're DJs or event managers or choreographers, instructors, just dancers, is there anything that you would ask them to th- maybe start thinking about or anything uh, that you would ask that perhaps they do? Mm. I can't think of anything right off the top. I really can't think of anything, no. Okay. And um, if people wanted to ask you questions, if they wanted to get in contact with you, what's the best way that they could find you? I tell them to find me on Facebook. It seems like the easiest place to find people these days. Mm -hmm. And how do you spell your name? Uh, Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, Walter, W-A-L-T-E-R. All right. And one final question to let you get back to your night of dancing. Um, What dance do you think everybody should go out and learn right now? Wow. Um... Everybody includes beginners in advance, so um, hmm, I'd have to pick something in the middle, like blessed. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. Okay, well, thank you so much, Marcy, for uh, for you. coming out and sitting down and chatting line dancing. Thank you so much for inviting me. Mm-hmm. Have a good rest of your night. Thank you, Christopher.